Hello, this is Bill Lytell again for a little bit of wisdom for your walk. There's been a lot of chatter, a lot of talk, books written about this self-image, having a good self-image, feeling good about yourself, positive imaging, talking it up, you know, calling yourself uh, good. I, I can, even preachers across the country have a little introductory census statements that they make when people come into church. You know, we are strong, we're good, we can do this, and all of that. You know, that's just not what I see in the Bible. The Bible, um, I think in the book of Job, chapter 42, verse 5 and 6, he says, I've heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, and now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes." Every time throughout the whole Bible, when men come close to God, they don't have good self-images. They begin to abhor themselves and to call themselves wretched. Uh, how do I know that? Well, you can go, if you would, you can, in your, later on, you can go to Romans chapter 7, verse 24. Paul, when he talked about how he struggled in his, in his experience of living for God, he said, O wretched man that I am, who should deliver me from the body of this death? Well, there you go. I mean, when you get close to God, you, your self-image goes down and God goes up. Uh, you, your, your goodness goes to nothing and God's goodness goes to everything. This whole thing of uh, psychobabble, I call it, that's a mixing of psychology and the Bible together. And what you got is you have, uh, it'd be like mixing dirt in, in a perfectly clean meal or putting poison in, in a perfectly good glass of water. Uh, the good water is no longer good. It says in the, in the Old Testament, when, uh, holy, when unholy touches holy, both are unholy. And so that's the way it is. So you start mixing something with the Word of God and both of them become unholy because it becomes untrue. I just want to encourage you. I'm not saying going around saying, oh, I'm horrible, I'm horrible, I'm awful, I'm awful. But really, in the sight of God, that's who we are. Paul, when he speaks to himself, he said he was a chief of sinners. He said, I'm less than the least of all the Gentiles. I mean, he, he didn't have a real high self-image. He didn't go around saying, boy, I'm the great apostle Paul. I'm anointed of God. I got the power of God on me. Woohoo! Uh, he didn't go around saying that. You read through the epistles of Paul, and you see a man that's uh, broken and contrite. And if you read Psalm 51, you'll notice the sacrifices of God are a broken and contrite spirit. And our spirit before God should be broken and contrite, because that's really the reality of the fact. Is uh, You read Romans chapter 7, you see the things we would do, we don't. The things we should do, we don't. We, the things we shouldn't do, we do, if I say it that way. And just read Romans chapter 7 and help you out there. Um, I, I realize there's now no condemnation of them are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit, Romans chapter 8. I know there's victory in Christ. I rejoice, I rejoice in, in Romans chapter 8. Man, I love, the, I love Romans chapter 8, verse 31 all the way through 39. It, it encourages you, uh, you know, if God be for us, who can be against us? And and I, I'm for that. I'm not for going around down in the mouth and saying, oh, we're, we're woe is us. But I'm saying when it comes to this self-image stuff, 
Uh, don't be led away by that. Don't be led astray by that. You're supposed to have this real high opinion of yourself, this real high self-image of yourself. That you're supposed to be thinking you're wonderful, and if you say it enough, you'll become it. That's not so. Uh, any anything Paul ever attained, he said, I, I got it by the grace of God. You you read it. You read it if that's not so. Every through Paul's epistles, he says, by the grace of I am what I am by what? By the grace of God. I'm a no good, rotten, vile, sinner, wretched, and undone without God or his son. And without the grace of God, without the mercy of God, that's who I really am. If you want to know who I am, you read Romans chapter uh, Romans chapter 3 a little bit and and find out who we are. It's written, there's none righteous, no, not one. Verse 10, verse 11, there's none that understandeth, there's none that seeketh after God. They're all going out of the way. They all together become unprofitable. There's none that doeth good, no, not one. Their throat's an open sepulcher. That's, that's not a good picture. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips. That's not complimentary whose mouth is full of cursings and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Verse 18 of chapter 3 of Romans. Read it. A man, oh man, dear brother and sister in Christ, let's, let's be real before God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Verse 23, chapter 3 of Romans. I know we, by, by the grace of God, we've been justified freely by His grace through the redemption is in Christ Jesus. Amen, amen. For by grace you're saved through faith. Amen, amen. My name's written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen, amen. But I don't have any kind of arrogancy, any kind of cockiness, not the first little seed, because I am nothing if it had not been for the grace of Almighty God letting me see the plan of salvation letting me see Christ crucified for me and resurrected for me, and by, allow, by, by having simple childlike faith and repentance in his name, he's made me his child. That's why the Bible says in Corinthians, uh, though no flesh shall glory in his presence. No flesh shall glory in his presence. Uh, that's Bible, man. That's, that's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 29. That's, there's no flesh. I mean, no matter how good. Paul, Apostle Paul may be the greatest Christian we ever knew in the Bible, but he's not going to glory before Jesus. Because it was because of Jesus that he ever was anything. So I hope this helps you some. And um, gives you a little perspective on this self-image heresy out there. Uh, people raising children. You can't keep complimenting your children, complimenting your children, complimenting your children, giving participation awards and all that stuff. Let me say that's not reality and that's not Bible. I'm not saying always be negative around your kids and always be down because words do hurt people. No doubt, no doubt, words go into the very spirit of a person. You have to be careful, but they have to know who they are. You have to get lost before you're going to get saved. You have to be a sinner before you need a savior, and that's where we need to stay. By the grace of God, after we're saved, is in gratitude. When gratitude's uh, died on the altar of a man's heart. He's well nigh hopeless. Bob Jones Sr. quoted that. And so I hope this helps you a little bit. Have the right kind of perspective of who you are. Have a biblical perspective of who you are. Just a little more wisdom for your walk.